I gave up the sport of basketball because of golf. I rolled my ankle two years ago. You completely stopped playing I basketball. I haven't played basketball golf. since that time. I couldn't golf for six weeks. I'm like, you know, I don't get I don't get any enjoyment at basketball anymore. It's no longer worth the it's, risk. It's off the list. <laughs> it is off the list. All right. Welcome back to episode two of the Golfers Anonymous podcast. I'm here with Josh this time around. And Josh, just so you know, typically how I like to have people introduce themselves to the pod is that I want you to give your name. You don't have to say your full name so nobody comes after you. But <laughs> um, just name uh, how long you've been playing golf and your handicap. Okay. All right. So I'm Josh. I think I've been playing, so I think my first round was probably like senior summer of high school. Um, so it's been... We're eight, old. We're old. <laughs> eight years. Eight years. Wow. I can't believe it's been long. And then my handicap... It's currently an 11. Yeah. And is that the highest or is that the lowest it's ever been 11 or is that the current number? Uh, it's my current number. So I like, I've, I've dipped slightly below. I was, I was on pace. To, I was like probably 10.5.6 for a little bit. Um, but, uh, and then I broke my elbow. Um, <laughs> so that put me back a bit. Uh, but now, uh, just 11, and I'm hoping to get down to single digits this year. All right. Um, well, welcome to the show. You're our second ever guest. Awesome. And just for the viewers out there who this might be their first ever time listening, generally, the reason I wanted to start this podcast, Golfers Anonymous, is that everybody, like, loves, like, people who play golf don't just, like, play golf. They love golf. Like, mm -hmm. all, everyone I know who golfs is, like, addicted to this sport, and once they start playing, they're, like, it's, like, this never-ending quest to get better, Right. And I think that most people, at least my hypothesis, is that they have very unique reasons for why they enjoy golf, why they keep playing golf, all that good stuff. So we're going to talk about like how you got into golf, what that looked like, um, some of your favorite golf memories, any trips you've been on, um, and then you know we'll just we'll just shoot the shit here for about half hour, forty five minutes, see see what we get. Um, but why don't we just get started by talking about how you got into golf. I know you're a former baseball player, so talk about, like, how you went from, like, baseball and getting into golf. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, as you said, I started, I played baseball throughout my entire life through, like, uh, probably like kindergarten through high school. Um, so I, I was always into, I, was, I mean, baseball was my main sport. I, didn't really, I played a little bit of soccer in middle school, I think. But I tried to hold it a little closer. But for the most part, um, baseball was my sport. Um, and you can't really play baseball, pick up baseball very easily because you need, uh, like 18 players. So I needed to find a sport that was a little more conducive to, uh, a more casual environment. So I picked up golf and I'm not really sure how I got into golf. I'm being honest. Um, I do know that, uh, a friend, Matt, his dad got me my first set uh, and it was, uh, he, uh Apparently the story is he just went into the clubhouse, his his country club clubhouse, found a pair of lefty clubs, asked if, it, if these were anyone's, and they're like no, and he's like okay, and he just took them and gave them to me. So I had a set of uh, red dot ping i twos. There you go. Yeah, and, you and go. you're a lefty. And I'm a lefty. Does that does that make it? You find uh, it's a benefit to be a lefty in playing golf, or do you find that it's limiting in some ways? I think it's I think it's a I don't think there's a benefit or a or detraction for being lefty. Golf is like it's not like in baseball where being a lefty is a little bit of advantage because you you can see the ball longer. Um, in golf I don't think it really 
makes, I don't think anyone's designing a golf course for righties or lefties. Do I like dog leg lefts more than dog leg rights? Yes, because <laughs> this is a slice. But um, I think golf, you don't really see the, the dexterity really um, affecting your swing in any way or like the how you play it. Do you, because you're a lefty, do you, do you like, <laughs> do you lean more towards having like lefty favorite golfers or are you, you know, you don't, you don't see dexterity when you're watching golf, you know, you just, <laughs> <laughs> you don't see that. You, you like um, who you like. I mean, do I like, I, I, I was never actually a big Phil guy. I mean, I like, I was like, cool, he's lefty. And I'm like, all right, one of us, you know. But there's really not a lot of lefty golfers out there. There's not. I think I mean, it's like 2% of the PGA Tour field. I mean, the only one, uh, only one I could other name like right now would be like, I think Sepp Straka is a lefty. Yeah, I can't think of any others either. Um, and it should be. I oh, mean, Bubba. Oh, Bubba. I do love a good Bubba cut. Yeah. That's um, something I, oh man, that's a fun, I just remember that, like when he's at Kapalua, that giant just, I've seen that clip a lot. I'm like, go lefty. So you you were trying to get into golf because you were looking for something that was like more casual, right? That didn't take a full 18 people to just like go out and play. Matt's dad gets you a new pair of irons, and then like what you just were hooked automatically, or what? I think. I mean, I think my first round was with you and Devin. Um, I don't remember where. It might have been Presidents. It might have been Franklin Park. Something like that. Something like that. Um, Man, I actually had a pretty nice driver. It was an R11 driver, and then that got, I have a I have a weird history of cracking my driver heads. Like not <laughs> not even my fault. Like like I, it was ne it's never been out of anger for a, cracking a driver head for a three wood. That was out of anger once, but <laughs> I've just like found cracks like dents in my driver like periodically. I'm like I've broken I think three drivers so not right so far. That that I think I'd say that's more than the average. Yeah, that's more than the average golfer. It's pretty crazy. They're like but, small. Like so what? That was the old TaylorMade R11. Old Those and that was one of the white club heads, it was a right? White driver. Those were the good old days when TaylorMade was making the white club head drivers. Those things were different. I like those a lot. And you get to see, it was like a white flash when you hit the because they had that. They had like the rocket balls, and then they had the rocket blade. The rocket blade. Yeah, that wasn't yeah. The, that wasn't the driver though. Oh, okay. I think they had the rocket ball driver, and then I had a when that white driver broke, and I was in the market. Um, I got like a I think like a super fast burner. They're all yeah, about the speed. burner. I'm thinking they're of the burner. They're all about speed. The Everybody burner was, like, was sweet, speed. dude. Um, they got to go back to the white clubs i like the white drivers the white was cool and um now they're all pretty i mean they're all pretty boring i think they're all just black yeah i guess the callaway one's the only one that isn't black it's like yeah. got the, the ai smoke on the yeah. top but paradigm you know, no no free ads no free ads mm. here <laughs> um but all right so you kind of started playing were you like so you played baseball do you find that that helped you or hurt you off the bat it probably helped i mean i clearly had a baseball swing it's, i mean I had to figure out the it's it's a weight shift difference. So like baseball, you really want to stay on your back foot and like squish the bug. Squish the bug was the biggest like. What does squish the bug even mean? I hear you, people say that. I never know what it means. So it means you when you when you twist when you swing you like you want to twist your back foot and really I think it's to help you like really drive the hips. It's like the lower body because the lower body is key. Oh, so twist the back foot. Yeah. But obviously in golf it has to stay relatively. Well, I guess kind well, of. Well, you lift. You don't really. You lift. You don't, you don't squish it. You don't. Yeah, it just like naturally you comes rotate, up. Rotate, and it's more. Um, I think you. It's more on the on the. You want to you want to shift the weight a little more versus in baseball you kind of keep your weight back. Yeah, consistently yeah, yeah, yeah. The swing. That makes sense. Yeah. 
How how was your golf swing originally? Like you were you was it a struggle for you to like get to a certain level of golf, or you were already like okay, I could see myself being pretty good at this. I think it was a struggle. Well, because I'm a very competitive guy, and you guys were already like pretty decent, and uh, I mean I just would always. I think my, I think my putt. I was, I was always a good. I think putting was was I was pretty solid from off the bat at putting. Yeah, it was. The the chipping I was never I like I was decelled and then um, baseball is always a like kind of an inside like you want to like lead you want it's like an inside out swing so mm-hmm. like I'm always like want to kind of I was always, I was a slap hitter so I always went the other way but that's not good for golf because then you always slice it mm-hmm. it's very um, there's not as, there's a lot more a little more wrist action right um, so. Um, I remember you used to hit the, uh, the first couple of years you were playing. It was always like the low, low stingers off the tee with the driver. Oh yeah, it was a big thing when you started getting some height on on those. Drives. Yes, yes, that was big. Um, getting some height on the driver. Um, I mean, it, I think it helped. I think stick eye coordination kind of translates everywhere. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel like it's it's different if you you were coming off of playing. I don't know, basketball your your whole life or something like that, where like it's not the actual act of like get to your point, stick and yeah. ball. Yeah. Um but all right. So then you started senior year of college, you or senior year of high school. Yeah. You go to college and you play you were on a club golf situation or something like that? Uh well well, I was at BC first. So then oh, right, right, right. We didn't um did not join the club golf team there. But Northwestern Club Golf, it was more club than team. At Northwestern, right. but it was pretty chill. I played a few tournaments. That was my first ever time like playing like competitively. Um, I think our, our first tournament was at uh, I don't remember. I think Harborside. Uh, that's a it's a pretty linksy golf course down in on like this like the south sh- side of Chicago, like South Shore ish. Um, that was pretty fun. I just wanted to break a hundred when I got there. I, I broke hundred. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Uh, I had a few buddies on the team, and I mean honestly, the the biggest thing was like. Every Wednesday, they would just bring you to the range. Uh, what, well, you guys would just bus to the range or something like yeah, that? Yeah, well, we'd Uber. They would, we'd, it was only like 10 people on the on the team, yeah. per se. Um, but we'd, our practice was just to go to the range, and it was it was, provi- it was funded, it was free, it was funded by the So school. what, you just like paid up front, and then they covered range once a week, whatever? Yeah, covered range once a week. We'd go to tournaments. It was a good time. Not we bad. We'd not go to that many tournaments. We actually, one of the tournaments we went to was... Um, it was at Cog Hill, which is, uh, I think it's Cog Hill. The, the famous part of Cog Hill is the, the Dubs Dread course. Oh, okay. That's like a really uh, famous course out there in Chicago. And that was another tournament I played. Um, but honestly, it was just it was, it's a good time. You know, you get some, you get some free, free range balls. You get to play in the tournament. Um, that was my first introduction to competitive golf. Uh, and I was... It, the itch was there. You know, I just wanted to get better. I feel like that's when you did get a lot better. Like, I feel like you went... To Northwestern, and then you came back. You were you you had a changed golf game. Really? You, yeah. You, <laughs> that, that's when the the gain started coming. Yeah. Um, so and a little bit of acceleration, I think. I think I also. I mean, the the crazy thing is like when I joined. Usually, I think most people when they when they first start golf, they're they're not really around like really good golfers. But mm. we happen to be around just some real like Matt, Justin. You got. I mean, us really. We like we weren't. We were never. Bad. We were always solid. Golfers. Yeah, there was some there was some motivation to not just hack it around out there. Yeah, and I mean that's what I talk, like. My one of my roommates he golfs, but he takes it very kind of casually. 
Um, like he's there to like drink, but we were always like, we are here to shoot low. And I think that's kind of, I think there's, a, there's always those like, two types of golfers, but we're, we're definitely on the more intense side. And that's kind of our, I think that's kind of our mindset in, in most things, let me be honest. Like I've talked to Matt about like the same way in skiing, like skiing, um, we always just try and rip as many runs in a day, but I've like gone, I finally started skiing with other people and they're like, yeah, we're just like, we'll do, a, we'll do like 10 runs in a day. It's fine. <laughs> like, we're not doing 30 runs. I'm like, so something I want to talk about with you, you're a, you're a, a big traveler overall. Mm-hmm. You've probably, you're probably one of the most traveled people I know. Um, so tell me about like your golf travel experiences. Cause you've been on a, on a hefty amount, whether it's like week long things, short things, you played in plenty of States. <laughs> um, so, so tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, I have been on a, I think oh, my first golf trip was, it might've been, I think the first trip I did was when I went down to Hilton head during uh covid actually no 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 that was it was college college golf because my close i think that's how i made like my closest friends in, in at northwestern was just like golfing um and one of my buddies is from north carolina and charlotte so one of our spring breaks we just went down uh to north carolina and a few of the we just went we went we played at his private course uh in around charlotte and then we went to pinehurst and we played a couple courses there uh we didn't play um, the actual, we didn't play the Pioneers course, but it's one of the private clubs. I think we played um, Old old North State. I don't really remember, actually. <laughs> um, we almost played uh, Sedgefield. Sedgefield. Um, that's, a not, that's a course that, I think it's where the, it might be where the, the Wyndham is played. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, that... They're 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 pretty big into the golf. Like that's I think that's the difference. Like he grew up in a his dad's a big golfer. They yeah. they've played they pl- they've played at Kapalua. They've played at Torrey. They've played uh, um, all over. And I mean that I think like every time they go on like they play at St Andrews. Oh wow! So he's he he was a big uh, I guess like that type of family is a a golf like if they're traveling somewhere they're probably gonna be golfing. Right, bringing the clubs yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Um, so I want you to list out for me the states that you've played golf in. All right, we'll start. Let's let's start in New England. All right, so we got Massachusetts, obviously. Have we ever played in Vermont? I feel like we haven't played. I've in, never played in Vermont. I don't think I've played in Vermont either. New Hampshire, Rhode Island, um, Connecticut, Connecticut, not in Maine. I haven't played in New York, um, South Carolina, North Carolina, um, Michigan, Illinois. Um, Texas, uh, Florida, Cali, California, Oregon, uh, Arizona. No, actually, no, not in Arizona, California. Because I, I always think Palm Springs is in Arizona for some reason. Um, I think that's it for the states. So how many is it? Twelve. I think it's uh, somewhere. I think something it's 12, like that. Twelve. Yeah. Um. So what? Um, you've played in all these states. What uh, what is like some of the the highlight? What's like the the best golf trip you've been on? The best golf trip has to be Bandon. I mean, Bandon is kind of like a mecca. I think it just it's, and I think the 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 vibe there is it's everything is like very golf focused. Like it's not like I think it's not it's not very resorty. I didn't think that like everyone's there to golf, um, and there's not like. The town of Bandon really has nothing else. Like we tried, right. to, we tried to get dinner once. The only thing open was this really, this like dive bar, and we had like some like 
really interesting pizza. And the only, like, the only, like, there's either that or you have to go to the resort to eat food. And that's always packed. Like, for some reason, it was so difficult to get food. And you got, but you guys didn't stay on the resort, right? No, we stayed in Airbnb. It was, it was actually really nice. It was, like, on the beach. Um, we had a hot tub. Um, every morning, I would watch, like, a, a video of, of the course <laughs> we're going to play and just getting super excited. Um, and, I mean, it just, I think every, all those courses are very unique. And very and I think that's what was the is like the special part about it. Like five courses, and they're very like, very. Uh, each one has its own kind of, um, kind of like it's a journey for each one. So how would you rank them? I I was thinking about that when I was, I was going coming over here. Like I think it's still Band Dunes one. Um, I really liked Band and Trails though. Like I think that was my most enjoyable round. Um, Pack dunes. Unfortunately, we didn't get the finish. We got, I think, through 16 holes before it got too dark because apparently there was a really slow group that was really drunk ahead of us that just slowed down everyone. Um, yeah. And then Old Mac. Old Mac no was No shame cool. to people who drink on the golf yeah. course. No shame if you want to do that. But no keep shame, pace of play, but, you know? At least keep pace of play. Um, Old Mac. And then Sheep Ranch, I, I think it's just because it's just one of the more, it's not mature enough yet. It's it's the newest course. Well, cheaper. That's the one with no bunkers, right? No bunkers. It's on the ocean, but we played it with no wind conditions, and really, that's the defensive sheep branch. Like there's, it, there's not any trees. You like the, if there's no wind, then it's a pretty, I don't think boring is the right word. You didn't have any wind like your whole trip, right? No, we didn't have anything. We had pretty ideal weather. Um, it was in April, and it was. It wasn't, I wouldn't say it was warm, but it was probably like 50s to 60s. Very comfortable. Bad. Very walking weather. Very walking weather. We had caddies. That was our first. Yeah, tell me, first what's, the, what's the caddy life like? You know, like, a, I feel like I'm scared to get a caddy because if I get a caddy once, I'll get like hooked on it. I think, I, I love the caddy. Like, we had. <laughs> How could you not? We had a great caddy. caddy. But I will say, we got, we, so we had three ga- caddies for our group and they Abandoned, they like they try and keep you with the same caddy throughout your, your trip there. Oh, that's cool. Um, we had three. Do you remember ver- his name? Yeah, so we had three. There three like kind of different type. They all had their own style. We had one. One of ours was Luke. He was I think the closest. He was definitely he he was the best golfer. I think he was like a five or something. I don't. And is that like something that comes up? Like you ask them while you're with them, or it's a. I mean, you're you're spending four hours of your yeah. day with them, like, and. If you're like a social person, or at least a minorly social person, you're gonna ask about go- and you're golfing. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're gonna, gonna ask about like, well, how their golf's going. Um, and he was he he actually was like really happy to have us. Like we were we were early, we're like young people, and usually that place is usually reserved for like people a little more established right. in life. And we happen and we happen to like we won a fantasy golf thing. That's how we even got there. So um, I think he was just really kind of excited to have like. Someone like like people like us at right. at the course, Some young folk. Yeah, and he he took it pretty like he gave us we because we were taking it pretty seriously. He took it pretty seriously. With, like he was giving reads. He like, I mean, he kind of just guides. He's a sherpa. He's your sherpa around the golf course. And so you know. so if you're you, let's say you have like you know whatever it is. Let's say you have like 150 yards to the pin. Is he just like is he jumping in there automatically and be like, hey Josh, like this is what I think, or are you gonna like tell him what you want to do and then he'd be like, ah, I'd maybe like club up or something like that? Uh, it would it would vary. I mean, I I like I trusted him fully. I was like, what do you think I should hit here? Like wh- like what what yards I should hit? Like 
You know, like you, you, he tells where you land it too. Like you want to, you don't, you don't want to go past this, uh, this hole. It's going to be right. easier to putt this way. Um, so he, like those tidbits were always just so helpful. And it gives you as, um, it just gives you more confidence. Cause you're mm-hmm. like, if I, if I'm able to, if I do what I'm going to do, then it's, it's going right. like to, you know, it's going to happen. Plan. You just got to execute the plan. So, um, you, you played better with the caddy. I think so. I think so. Um, I think, yeah, definitely, actually, because I can't imagine going to the to those courses without kind of knowing, like, there's some blind shots. Sometimes there's, there's better ways than not. That's a situation where I feel like, you know, when in, when in Rome, when at Bandon Dunes, exactly. like, the most ideal golf destination in at least the United States, like, get a caddy. Yeah, like, get a caddy. Like, I, I, I strongly pushed a caddy. They were, I mean, and they, they, they only made the experience better. Um, and, I mean, we, did, we had some other caddies. Our other caddy, I think, uh, I don't remember his name, but he was he was a big bearded fella, um, and he was a little more casual. Damien, his name was Damien. Damien. Him and uh, David got along really well, because, <laughs> but Damien was Damien was uh, <laughs> he would give some interesting reads that weren't always on point, but he was a great guy to be around. Like he was just trying to have a good time. Yeah. Um, so there was a little bit of a. Just a switch. I mean, they just have a different personality. So were, were you, would you only, so when you have a group like that where there's like multiple caddies in the group, mm-hmm. are you only getting advice from like the guy who's on your bag or will like some of the other guy, will the other caddy chime in and be like, you know, just give you a, give you a read or something like that? They're, they're pretty collaborative. I mean, they're, I don't think that, I'm not asking, I'm, I'm sticking with my caddy because we, we would also play games. Like we'd, yeah, we'd always yeah, have yeah. like a, a, a match going on with the other, with the other two, uh, two right. people in the group. So. Um, like I wouldn't really ask the other caddy for advice, but if I did, I'm sure they they yeah, would yeah, because I mean sense. everyone. It's not like it's not like I wasn't paying for a caddy. Like I was just a random person. Yeah. Um. So like they're still gonna. I mean they're still. Yeah. They want to make sure you have a good time. And they help out like the rigs. Like they're just like. I mean they just make sure like every experience is enjoyable. Taken care of. Yeah. Um. So you mentioned you guys were playing a little game while you were out there. Mm-hmm. Um. I know you're a you like to to dabble in some on course competition, but what are some what's your like ideal you know format or, or gambling situation on the golf course mm-hmm. i think it, it always depends on how many people we have i, I mean i just love a classic match match 18 play holes? Ma- 18 holes 18 hole match um it's straightforward it's basic and you just it's just you versus the golf course and also you're trying to to beat your friend um i do I've been a, we we have been a part of some some fun events though like the the uh, our Fjord Cup the Fjord Cup with Mr. Norman. Um, Do you ever find yourself uh, getting too focused on the the game at hand and it, it detracts from your from your overall golf game? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna change my golf. Sh- <laughs> I'm gonna change the way I'm golfing to beat the opponent. Like, I may not do an aggressive shot if they're, if they're in a shitty place. You know, um, I'm going to. The objective of the of the golf of the game at hand is to beat my opponent, um, and that I think is the, like the beauty of golf is like you can make it competitive against someone, but if it, you're alone, then it's just you versus the course. The course is still an opponent, and it's it's it'll, it'll bend you in different ways. It'll move you around. Very good. Um, so moving on to the next thing I want to talk about, I have a question on here that says, "Do you remember um, the best golf shot you've ever hit?" Um, I think I know probably the best golf shot you've ever hit, but but why don't you you tell us about that? Yeah, I mean, I was like, 
it was so I got it. So it's the albatross. It's it's my it's it's probably the best golf shot result. But I think the actual best like golf sh- shot that I made that I've done. I don't I don't think that's my number one. My number one is probably. Um, so I was it was at Pe- it was at Pack Dunes. Um, I kind of duff a drive and I have like two fifty on this par five. So I pull up my three wood. I hit a absolute this guy missile. Loves three wood. The <laughs> amount of time I've seen Josh like. Hit like three wood, three wood on any hole. It doesn't even have to be a par five. He'll like rip three wood off the tee, and maybe like he like didn't hit it great off the tee, like three wood again. It's just like anytime he can, if he can pull the three wood and it'll like won't go 40 yards over the green, he's pulled the three wood. Three wood's a weapon, man. I love that thing. Um, but sorry, continue your, your pack dune story. But yeah, it was so it was two, I think it was 240, 250 um, on, a, on this beautiful par five. It was golden hour absolutely amazing on the ocean um but i rip out this three wood and i absolutely just pipe it i just like it flies with the perfect like metal ping and it and it just lands nicely on the front of the green and everyone else is like whoa i'm like yeah let's fucking go <laughs> I, I um, act like you've been there before right <laughs> yeah like you know like it's a three wood you know my three wood is a weapon um so that's probably my that's my most memorable shot i think and the albatross did you get an eagle no, did, I did you birdie? I did birdie. Okay, good. So it was a gigantic green. It was it was a tough. Uh, um, so let's go back to the albatross though. Yeah, I was there for the albatross. Yeah. Um, and I'll let you tell the story, but I feel like so Matt when he was on here last time, he has a hole in one, mm-hmm. and he had a very similar answer where like I think hole in one is the quote unquote like coolest yeah. thing I've ever done, but then he said a very similar thing where like I'm. My most memorable shot is this thing I had at Chambers Bay, piped a drive on a short par four, blah, blah, blah. So tell me about the albatross. Yeah, so the albatross... And keep in mind, albatross, even more rare than a hole-in-one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this it was, it was a pretty short par five, though. I think it was like 490 or 480. I hit my first fairway of the day. This is hole 12 at Brook Meadow Country Club in Canton, Massachusetts. Um, so I hit it, my, my first fair of the day and, uh, we're, so we're, we drive up I'm like, okay, 190. So it's, it's, a, it's a good six iron and I, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, step up and it, I hit a very, I hit a good shot. I don't, I see it fly in the air. It's pretty online he, with the pin. You hit the club twirl? I did hit a club <laughs> twirl cause it felt good. Well, the thing is, so I'm, I'm sitting in the cart this whole time. Yeah. Um, and you, so we hit the six iron and I was like, oh, that's a pretty good shot. And I like, obviously didn't think it was going to go in. So I like saw it was on a good trajectory, saw it bounce. And then I just looked back down at my phone. Yeah. And I think you saw it bounce and you were also like, oh, okay. I was like, get back in the car. It's on the green. <laughs> yeah. It's on the green. It's chill. I think it's cause it was, vi- it, was it was probably just cause it was so online. Like it hopped and it was like directly in line with the, with the flag. So yeah. like, I was like, okay. It probably, like, I thought it probably like, honestly, I thought it went over. Yeah. I it, thought bu- it went over. It so. hopped really high. Um, but firm out there, right? Yeah. Maple Gate. Is that what? Brook no, Meadow. Brook Meadow. Uh, it, it was a good shot. I mean, I, it, was, it was just a solid six iron. It felt good. Um, and we drive up, and we can't see the ball. I, I knew automatically it was in the hole. <laughs> yeah, like, you, we didn't see it, and I was like, that landed on, like, the front of the green. It's definitely not over the back. Because <laughs> we could see the back of the green. Yeah. I was like, that's in the hole. Go, oh, go, go walk to the hole. And we go in, and it's there. It's a, it may be the most anticlimactic albatross of all time because we're like oh yeah but you know in, in, in a world where uh i think crazy shots um 
there's a lot of like crazy reaction videos out there, like yeah. you know, like all the good, good hole in ones and things like that. Yeah. Um, it definitely could have been a crazier reaction. Yeah. But you know, it was it was it was it was still cool. You know, I think the the the, the saddest part was that we didn't get much out of a, re- of a reaction out of our other two playing <laughs> mates, like. Like, we got to the green first. I was like, Josh, go get that ball. It's literally in the hole. So he yeah. gets the ball, and he's like, <laughs> you, like, were, like, speechless. Yeah. And then Matt and uh, Dan walk up to the green, and Josh was like, it went in the hole. And they were like, oh, cool. <laughs> and like, but, but I I didn't even know it was a par five at the time. So, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just thought it was, like, a normal eagle, not a freaking albatross. Yeah. Oh man! And then, and then you went back to the clubhouse to see if there was any like, like special thing. Yeah, I thought like maybe I could get like maybe there's like a there's like a plaque or something or like a little certificate. But uh, they no, don't, they, they, they don't. They don't do that. They only do it for hole. They, they should have just put you on the the hole in one wall, regardless. Yeah. I saw um, the ball. The ball is safely sitting on my what, desk. What kind of ball was it? It's a Titleist uh, Pro V, Titleist Eight. You should put that in like a uh, one little of those case. little holders. Yep. I should do that. It's it's right next to my first ever eagle ball. Which is oh, okay. Ball. Yeah. I'm still chasing an eagle. I'll get one eventually. Whenever mm-hmm. I have an eagle putt, I just get so excited, and I typically end up just getting a par. Not even, <laughs> not even a birdie. <laughs> <laughs> I just smoke it by. I think I've had like five or six eagle putts in my life. I don't think I have a single birdie. Maybe one birdie. Um, but all right, let's go back to that that magical three wood of yours. Um, yeah. I, pro- I'm going to assume it's your favorite club in the bag. It's probably my favorite club um, in the bag. Tell me a little bit about this three wood. Like, what what club is it? When'd you get it? And like, when did you realize that this was gonna be like a weapon? Uh, yeah. So, kind of my journey to the driver. So, I, I I don't know if you remember, but I had a, I had I banished the driver for a little bit. I think it was like everybody banishes Fred, the driver for a little. I was bit, hitting. You know? I had a hybrid off the tee. Hybrid off the tee was where I was starting. I started to once I started to figure out how to hybrid off the tee, then I graduated to three wood. So my first ever three wood. As I, I had a thing for white, uh, tailor-made woods, so my first hybrid was an Aero Burner three hybrid, which is still in. It might. St- it's. I still have it, it's, but it's no. Aero Burner. But it's it's left the bag as I replaced it with a Paradigm. That on Global Golf. Yeah, Global <laughs> Golf for like eighteen bucks. Yep. You know that's a that's a perk of being lefty though. I feel like the clubs were generally cheaper. Like I don't know, cheaper. but they're less they're less available. Yeah. Like, yeah. I have to kind of like. Like not every club's made in righty, no chance. Like, and, but lefty, you kind of have to. You got to work. You have to for search it. a little bit. So my first ever three. Once I once I finished my hybrid, uh, my, my first hybrid class. Hybrid era. I want the three wood. I got an arrow burner three wood, and that thing was. I just loved. I I would hit that as much like as often as I could. It was just. Ping. It was a very high pitched ping. Yeah, I feel like all the old tailor made clubs were kind of like that. Yeah, but that was that was a great weapon. I would I would. It was I was confident. I would never really slice it. It was the mess was a hook, which is every other club in my bag was always like a, a slice. Um, but that was always reliable. Like I would I'd be able to like two two twenty to two forty. I'm I'm taking out the three wood every time. Um, and then you were there when I unfortunately uh, broke that arrow burner. Um, is that when the like the head? Yeah, came when it's stuck in the ground. That was crazy. I didn't like it wasn't I don't even think I threw it. I, I kinda like I was like ah and I kinda like tossed it. And then <laughs> a, it just a light toss. <laughs> it was like a, it wasn't like I slammed or anything. I was just like ah and I like threw it forward. Um and then it just stuck in the ground and the shaft broke and it was just like sticky up on, <laughs> on its on like uh, I don't know what you call it, like the belly of the yeah. of the of the three wood. Um 
So I keep that. I want to use that as a trophy at some point. I want to like spray paint. You still have it? I still have it. It's still in, it's in my, my family's home. That's fine. Um, sitting on a shelf. I, want to sp- I was going to spray paint gold and make that uh, a trophy. Um, but I, now I'm, I'm on to the Taylor 8 M6. It took a little bit of adjustment period to figure out how to hit, like once I, once I get a new three, but right now it's, it's a weapon. I mean, they always say, right? It's like once you find a three wood that you can like hit really well, like never get rid of it. Yeah, I think I'm, that, that, that'll be in the bag forever. Like doesn't like Brooks use like an M2 three wood, I think? Dude, Brooks uses like a Nike three wood. Oh. <laughs> like, or so, I know Brooks has like one club in the bag that's like, it might be his three iron, mm-hmm. like some old Nike club that he loves. Um, yeah. So I don't know if it's his three wood, but. I yeah. think PJ Tour players, like obviously they're constantly getting new clubs, yeah. but they never change their three wood. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that three wood, sometimes it goes farther than my driver. And yeah, it definitely does sometimes <laughs> go farther than your driver. <laughs> and it's like, what am I, like, why do I even hit like, the driver? Like, why even hit the driver? When yeah. I hit this three wood F. So we talked about your best ever shot or your two best shots. Um, your best ever golf round, where was that? Best ever golf. Score wise, it was at. Um, Old Scotland Links. Old Scotland Links. In, in the winter. Let's talk about Old Scotty. You, you, you love Old Scotty. I love Links. Old Scotty. Old Scotty, it just... Not, not a single Lynx hole out there. <laughs> just a normal <laughs> Massachusetts golf course. It's pretty open. Like, it's kind of Lynxy. It's in the way that it's, it's super just... Uh, there's not a lot of trees until the back nine, which is kind of a beast. But, yeah, winter golf... So there's a little bit of asterisk, like the tees were variable between white and blue. And I think sometimes it might have been at the, on the reds one point, but I, I don't really know. They just had one set of tees. We um, shot a 79, and it was in, like, November. I'm a big winter golfer. Something about Josh, he'll get out whatever, whatever the conditions are. Like, what, what would you say is your lowest uh, – like, what's your low range? Like, how, how cold can it be for you to still go play golf? Mid to high thirties, I think. I think that's, that's lower than I thought you were. Mid say. to high thirties is fine. Like you're walking, as long as there, if there's if it's if it's like if it's cloudy, then that makes it a little bit worse. But if it's sunny, I'll go I'll go mid thirties, and that's fine. Rain. Mid to high thirties. Rain. rain, rain. I remember when I when I was early, rain was kind of like somehow. I think I golfed better in the rain sometimes. I mean, didn't you like shoot a PR with me, like in literally like a like a hurricane? Yeah, I like kind of forced you to stay. Crazy, we, were, we stayed out there. We were at uh, Brookside. Brookside. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was I was throwing darts. I had to putt through puddles. Putting through puddles. I think that's I ridiculous. Sh- I think I shot like a ninety four or something. That was my we, PR at the time. We probably came back to the clubhouse and they were like, "You still guys were still out there." <laughs> <laughs> like, actually, like it wasn't even like a quick dump of rain. No. Truly, like actually thunderstorming for maybe the entire back. It was torrential downpours. Um, but I was having a great time. But that, that was golf back in the day. You know, you, if you were out there, you were, you were getting your money's worth. Yeah. You know, there, there wasn't unlimited uh, golf funds. Not that there are now, but the, the wallet was especially tight back, in, back then. I mean, we grinded. We, we, were, a tr- we, were, such, we were big travelers. We, we went wherever the Golf Now hot deals brought us. Yeah, Golf Now, like, Golf Now, I feel like, was the first website that, like, you know, did the whole, like, public tea time thing where you, there was, like, one place with all the golf courses on yeah. it. And peak golf now was unmatched. Yeah, like they had some crazy deals on crazy them. good hot Absolutely deals. But I miss I miss golf now. That was also when golf was like 
cheaper. Like it was, it wasn't as mainstream. Like we could go to these, like we went to Pine Hills for like forty bucks. Well, it wasn't even that it was cheaper. It was just like less demand. Yeah. So like you could just snag up these cheap tea times even like two, three days before. Now if yeah. you want to golf around Boston, like good luck getting a tea time. Yeah. If it's more than or less than a week in advance. I, I miss pre-pandemic golf because it was just so much easier. Now, now grow I'm, the game, grow the game, grow the game. The game's <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. But pre-pandemic golf it was so much easier. Like we would, our, I think our first, I think our first round was at Franklin Park, and we literally just kind of like showed up in a way. Like we called yeah. Dave, like, can we play at one? Like, yeah. I mean, I was talking about this with Matt. I don't know if you, this might've been before you started playing, but we used to like milk the, uh, the junior rates. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it was until you were 16, some places it was 18. Dude, show up for like five, five, 10 bucks. Just go play as much golf as you want. Those are the glory days. Oh yeah. About the golf now. Um, like we would play courses that are like 120, $150 for literally like 30 bucks. Yeah. And we'd show up at these like beautiful places and just be like where are we like we'd show up with Devin and he'd be like dude is this like Augusta National like um, and obviously like the, the bar of golf course we play is like steadily gone up um, yeah. so it was less of a shock when we arrive at these places but um, yeah if there, was a, if there was a range of the course you're like wow oh my god they have range they have a grass range yeah <laughs> oh, man. Um, so yeah golf now was was awesome um, was so nice but let's talk about um, every time on this episode. I want I'm trying to do a uh, little "Would You Rather" mm -hmm. section, um, and I'm not sure if I'm going to ask everybody the same question every time, or like I'll mix it up. But I'll ask you the same question that I asked Matt, and that is if you could, you know, press a button, take a pill right now that would essentially let you either hit every single fairway the rest of your life, like striping it dead center on like the grass line, dividing the fairway in two. Or you do no more than a two putt on every hole the rest of your life. You can one putt, but it will never be worse than two putt. And this is with my current like ability in golf. Yeah, like you're you're same person, but you either do one of those two things. Okay, I'd have to be driving every fairway because I'm. This is mainly because I'm so confident with my putting. Like I think I could. Two, I think I'll two putt most of the. Like, I could two putt most of the time. I'm pretty confident that that's gonna happen. Um, so if I could drive every fairway, that I mean that. That would be great. I'm, su I'm, I'm surprised. I thought you would say the two, two putt. putt. Well, that's uh, that's more of my confidence, and because I think I'll two putt every time right now, you know, like I think um, that's pretty attainable. Yeah, with I mean, my I current think the, the driver thing—it's really just like enjoyment, right? Yeah, like you're gonna just en enjoy yourself more if you're if you're doing that. Like nobody wants to be like like. There's some days where you're you're just not gonna hit a fairway, and that's just how it goes sometimes. Yeah, you're just gonna have to like. Chip off a pine straw every time. That's like, a fun time, though. Chipping <laughs> on pine straw. It's a good time. Third shot. Yeah. Uh, into the green. Yeah, but definitely drive every fairway because, I mean, not like if you, those OB shots going to the water, those are killers. Um, and I just think, I don't know, two putt, two putt is attainable. If it was like, if it was hit every green, it get a green and rag every time. That would be. Oh well, that would just be that. That'd be the biggest hack. Yeah, that'd in the be world. the biggest hack. Um, I th I'm trying to because didn't we have we had another one that wasn't just like that. I remember um, like it was something to do with hitting the green. What was it? I don't know. It was never, I don't know. Maybe it'll come to never us. Never three putt. Yeah. Um. So you'd say putting is the strongest strongest part of your game? Yeah, I think putting is the strongest part of my game right now. 
I'd, I'd but say you just got a new putter. I did just get a new putter. So it's yeah, it's very similar though. It's it's both. It's still it's still a mallet. It's my first ever milled putter. So we get to see how, what the milled action does. The AI one milled eight. Um, so I'm excited to to put that out on the course and see what see what that baby could do. Um, but I also, I mean, I love hitting hitting a long putt. So nice because you're like because you could generally see if it's going to happen. Um, you could track it. You see. Reading putts is honestly, I love reading putts. Mm-hmm. I have my little, it's not fully aim point because I don't do the finger thing, but I do like to use my feet and I'll like kind of, uh, I don't know what it's called. I think it's, oh, I'll straddle my line. I, I really don't care about, like, people get really, like, the traditions are like, don't you step like on your line. straddle your line. Like, I'll put my feet around, like, I'll walk the, I'll walk between the ball and the hole and just feel under my feet, which the slope of the, yeah, of yeah, the green. Yeah. Um, and I really don't care about, like, if I step on my line, I don't really care that much. Like, we're, we're, we're in a, we're not, we're not wearing metal spikes spikes, anymore. We're not, like, really, like, like, that's because, like, they used to have, like, literal, like, cleats that would dig into the ground and, like, affect the ground. But now we have, like, like, I don't even, I have spikeless shoes, so that won't even affect the, the green anymore. You, you do the, your... So your hybrid aim point thing, um, which leads me to a question I already had. Like, do you have any weird, like, routines on the golf course? Like, is there anything that, like, you know, that could, if it happened would kind of, like, get in your head? Are you, are you easily rattled on, on the golf course by extraneous events? I, I do hate just, like, I guess, sound. Like, one of my buddies, he, like, he'll, like, he, he can't really contain himself talking while we're while we're swinging well during someone else's swing and that really rattled I'm like come on man you can just like be quiet a little bit and there was one time we were I mean one sometimes it's it's like you can't really handle it like like we were there's like a frog just like croaking constantly he like burst out laughing while I was swinging I was like but that's just my kind of my competitive attitude like I'm like I just want like pure golf you know I'm trying to I'm trying to hit the best shot I can every but you time. listen to music while you play I do listen to music while I play I like that and I, and, and I've I've st- I I think when I first started golf, I was very, um, I got annoyed kind of easily. It was because I wasn't playing well. I would like be like, I would try to, bl- I would try to find excuses for why I wasn't playing well more than the fact that I was just like <laughs> a beginner golfer. So I wanted to find like, I was like, it can't be me. It has to be like, the the wind was rustling too hard, or like, oh, I heard him press the brake. I heard him, I heard the golf, I saw the golf cart move a little bit. Um, but other than that, I don't, I don't think I'm a pretty standard. Golfer, my my routine is I'll take two practice swings on the side, come back behind the ball, uh, pick a line where I'm, I'm trying to shoot it, and then just step up and swing. You you have a bit of a problem though when uh, you it's people love stealing your ball. Oh, that, people that do love stealing my ball. That's kind of that's a weird that's a weird like I've lost like a few golf balls just because I see them pick it up. And it, one time one time someone got mad because I like they thought I like. I should have waited for them to hit on the tee box. Was I there? Yeah. Was, was that recently? Cu- it was at a cushion it. I was like way... It, it was like... Um, oh, it was on like... What, that like kind of... Yeah, that like the short sh- par four oh, with that. the tee box on the left. And um, I like I was just trying to like kind of like chip out and kind of go uh, back onto the fairway. And I shank it again. And it goes straight at them. And like, dude, you should have just waited. Like, I wasn't really trying to hit it at you. I was just trying to hit it in the fairway. I don't think it was shit. that close to them anyways. And That's they stole it. my ball. And People they're like, dude... Get- People get way too angry on the golf course. Like, for, yeah. there's there's two main things that bother me, right? It's like when, one, whether it's on like a par five or a short par four, 
and like let's say the green is like slightly out of sight or like whatever one if let's say the ball it's a short par four and i hit a drive and i it's i'm lucky enough to to get it all the way down there don't give me the turnaround like stare yeah. Like at the very least, just like, you know, if it didn't hit you, is it that big a deal? Just when we get up there, say nice shot, you know? Yeah. Um, and then on like a par five, especially like if you're going for a par five and two, like, yeah, maybe wait for the green. But more, more times than not, waiting for the poor par, waiting for the green to clear on a par five is just going to waste everybody's time. <laughs> like, I think I agree with that. Just like most of the time people are just, they're just trying to play golf. Like if it, unless you're unless unless someone is like being really annoying, I mean, no one's gonna. Pur- I don't think anyone's purposely hitting into someone. Unless they're yeah, like, you're never purposely hitting into someone. And yeah, like, when, we're lucky enough if the ball goes straight. You know, it's not our fault if yeah. it goes somewhere else. And people act like everyone else is like a really good golfer. They can avoid like it's avoid like they're trying to avoid like no one's trying to hit you. you it's know? part of what you sign up for. You know. Yeah. Um, but so, what is? Do you have a like? Um, we can wrap up soon. But do you have a like favorite? We talk about your favorite golf course. I assume it's Bandon. That's that you play. It might ever. be Bandon Trails. Okay, Bandon Trails. Bandon Trails because it feels like I'm. It feels like a hike. It's like it, it's, but it's still very. I don't know if it's linksy there, right? But it's very open. Like I never, I didn't lose a ball on Bandon Trails. And, and, but do you have like a favorite golf course that you play often? Because obviously Bandon, you know, yeah, lucky to go back there again. But. Yeah, exactly. There's these like these are like resort golf courses that are made for you to like really just like. They're made for you to enjoy them. I think the local course I probably like the most is probably High Fields. High Fields. I like High Fields a lot. The only thing Shout I Shout out Grafton. Grafton. Grafton, Mass. What a, what a, what a, what, it's, it's such a good course. I could know every, I could n- describe every hole from 1 to 18 there. And I, it, you use like every club in the bag. It's challenging. Every, every hole is a little different. Like you're not, there's not too many dog leg lasts, not too many dog leg rights. The par fives are challenging, but still kind of gettable. Uh, I think it's just a great, just a great course, and the conditions are always great. The greens are always running good, um, and it's 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 fairly economic. It's fairly it makes it's not too expensive. Yep. It's like eighty with a cart, eighty five with a cart, and that's now the, I guess the average of, of golf nowadays. You know, it's hard to, it's hard to pay less than like just eighty bucks. Yeah. to play golf. These it's kind of wild. Like, um, yeah, but so obviously you've like you know been to some pretty. Pretty nice golf courses in mm-hmm. your day. Some pretty good golf meccas, we'll call them. You know, Pinehurst, mm-hmm. Bandon, all Bandon, that stuff. Yep. Is there anything like what is on your like still? And, and you've had an albatross. You've had a hole in one. You've, you've already checked. I haven't, a lot of I haven't had a hole in one yet. Oh yeah, you've had an albatross. I need to get a hole in one. That's, um, that's on the list. But what would you say is like on your like golf bucket list? It could be like courses or like you know any goals mm-hmm. related to your game. Yeah, I'd love to play in I'd love to play St Andrews the old course. I mean, that's on every golfer's bucket list. I think the the one thing I really want to do is it's it's banding related. But I want to do the solstice golf and is as that 72? Yeah, I think so. it's 5. It's all 5 in one day. So that's especially some I I mean, I'll golf as much as I can. I'll push myself to the limit in in really any conditions and I'll golf until like my back like literally break like i i think <laughs> i think I've, the most golf i've done i think i've done two and a half rounds um in one day um so i'd really like to see 
I really like to do a soul. You, you want to see if you, how, how far you can go? Yeah, we'll see. Like, like how how much how, can how I does one even train for that? I feel like you you like need to at least go out and play three. You got to you got to play fifty four holes in a day. I don't even know you really need to train. I mean, it's golf, dude. It's not, it's not like you're running a marathon. All right, to wrap up, um, I guess I'll just ask you: Why do you love golf so much? What what keeps you coming back to golf? I mean, why it's, why it's, why were you standing in my living room before this saying I, I have the itch? I can't wait to, to get out there. It's and just golf so again. addicting. Like getting a it's such a basic sport. Get a ball in the hole, but I mean golf could take you like there's golf courses everywhere. Like I've golfed in Iceland. And there's different courses there. I've golfed like each course is very unique, and I'm always in for new experiences. And you never can never really play. Even if you play the same course, you're never actually every round is different and it's really those those new experiences that really drive me like i love these new experiences and also like you can never you can always get better there's always a lower score to to be had um and that's my it brings out my competitive spirit um and one of my friends said like like we're kind of we're it's like a low teens like mid-teens handicap you're that's kind of like the most might, might be the most fun part of golf because you're just getting better and better and you can see yourself. But once there is a ceiling at some point, there's no ceiling. You don't think there's a ceiling? <laughs> no, there probably is a ceiling at some point. Yeah. But I don't we'll know see what that, that is. Yeah. What's your golf goal for 2024? 2024. Single digit handicap. Break 80 multiple times. I've only broken right. 80 once. Look at that. And hopefully, I mean, we have no. No injury setback this year. I, I think I was on pace to do it last year, but then I broke my elbow. Yeah, you've had a few golf injuries. Well, they weren't golf injuries, but you've had injuries that have taken you out of uh, golf. Yeah, golf I I actually time. gave up a I gave up the sport of basketball because of golf. I rolled my ankle two years ago. You completely stopped playing. I basketball haven't played for basketball golf. since that time. That's Be- funny because I it 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 was I rolled my ankle in like March of the of like twenty twenty one. And I couldn't go off for six weeks. I'm like, you know, I don't get, I don't get any enjoyment at basketball anymore. It's no longer worth the it's risk. It's off the list. <laughs> it is off the list. Um, so yeah, I, I've quit a sport because of golf. Wow, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. All right, thanks for coming on the show, brother. That's the course, second man. episode of Golfers Anonymous. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.